Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Listen, um, I'm not sure I have the proper adjectives to describe the abomination that was last night's debate with a number of Democrats. Um, I'm serious, as uh, serious as a, uh, as a heart attack here. What a an unmitigated disaster for the Democrats last night. Now, they're in a really bad spot. I got a ton to get to, but you have either the Katie Hobbs spot in Arizona running for governor against the awesome Carrie Lake, where you don't want to debate and just run from it. And then people criticize you for not debating, which you'll probably lose. Or you debate and the abomination happens like last night. We've got a ton to talk about in a stack show. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Folks, get a VPN. If you don't have one, it's like leaving your kid with a stranger while you go to the bathroom. Most of the time, you're probably okay, but you really want to take that chance? Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I have got the most wide-ranging, I think, coverage on the debate debacle last night. Got that. Hillary Clinton's back on the scene, denying elections yet again. And the single dumbest thing I've heard from Nicole Wallace on MSNBC yet, inviting foreign interference in our election, as in elections. As I said, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. You ever heard of data brokers? They're the middlemen collecting the digital footprints you leave online. They use your browsing history and location data to sell your profile off to a company who delivers you a targeted ad. No biggie, right? Well, it is a biggie. You may be surprised to learn some of these same data brokers are also selling your information to the Department of Homeland Security and the IRS. Ouch. They, to mask my digital footprints, I protect myself with ExpressVPN. Brokers aggregate data and tie it back to you through your device's unique IP address, which also reveals information about your location. When you are connected to ExpressVPN, your IP address is hidden, making it difficult for them to identify who you are. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your network traffic to keep your data safe from hackers on public Wi-Fi. That's why I have ExpressVPN, the app, downloaded on all my devices, phone, computer, even my home Wi-Fi router. All I do is tap one button. I'm protected. It's that easy. Get the best VPN money can buy. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino right now and get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joe, let's go. I've always been for the Dan Bongino show. I know you have, sir. And you've been doing a lot of work this morning, cutting a lot of clips. So before we get to the debate debacle abomination last night, I want to start with a little bit of humor for you. You know, this comedian, Alex Stein, uh, he's a commentator, too. I don't mean to diminish him, but he's a pretty funny guy. Uh, he's the guy who confronted AOC on the steps of the Capitol. The uh, the big booty Latina clip you may have seen a couple of times. So he goes to Penn State where a bunch of uh, diaper-wearing, whiny, crybaby libs were protesting um, a speaker on campus. I think it was one of the Proud Boys or whatever it may be. They'll protest anything. That really doesn't even matter. So they're, they're whining, griping, moaning, peeing in their pants, wetting their diapers, having to be cleaned up by mommy. They're on a break from their hot pockets in mommy's basement. Their busy porn watching schedule uh, was interrupted. Someone told them to go protest. They probably didn't even know who the speaker was. So the guys, uh, one of these, I don't know, like uh, protest guys is uh, sitting there with a microphone talking about, you know, how they should all act like good little communists and useful idiots. <laughs> and Stein just comes up and basically grabs the mic. And folks, let me show you something. This is how it's done. Mock them and ridicule these people relentlessly. Mockery. Mockery is the key here. 
Mockery forces you into a corner of self-reflection that you find incredibly uncomfortable. This is how it's done. Listen to this hilarious clip of Stein just mocking these crybaby losers. Check this out. I am too, guys. I'm primetime 99. Uh, I just want to say you guys are a poor representation of the youth of our nation. Dude, I don't even, now, that, that, folks, listen to me. That's how it's done. That is how it's done. Ridicule these people. Why? Saul Alinsky, who's no friend of ours, I mean, wasn't, and wrote this book, Rules for Radicals, to guide leftist protest. One of his his, uh, rules, number five, was ridicule is a man's most potent weapon. There is no defense. It's irrational. It's infuriating. It works as a a key pressure point to force the enemy into concessions. Folks, these people don't deserve to be treated like adults. They don't act like adults. They don't reason like adults. They don't believe in reason at all. They believe in screaming and yelling as a way to force a heckler's veto. If they heckle enough, they'll create a public safety and security nightmare, which will cause the university to shut down the conservative speaker or the speaker they don't like or whoever it is because of the public safety nightmare they cause. You understand? Ridicule these people. They don't know how to respond. You got to watch the full video on Alex Stein's social media account. It goes on longer than that. Watch the video and you'll see them get increasingly aggravated as it goes on, threatening uh, to, you know, to kill him. They want him dead. They hope he dies. This is who the left is. Expose them. Let everybody see who they are. Just what? Uh, Two weeks before an election. Let them see who they are. They don't deserve to be treated like adults. They are not adults. They are children. They are children. They are five and six foot tall children. Why are they all acting like this? They're acting like this because they've been taught growing up this liberal guiding ethos that victimhood is a badge of honor. I don't know about you guys, but I was taught growing up that you don't make excuses. You, I don't mean to oversimplify things. I, you know, I, I, I hate talking point kind of stuff. I don't, I don't like that. That, that. That's garbage. But I was taught growing up by my parents that you don't make excuses for things. If you fail, you find a reason that you failed, you fix the reason, and you move on. I mean, it wasn't that complicated. Like, they sat me down and painted this lesson. But, you know, when I played soccer in the Hop Hog Youth Organization growing up and then later baseball in the city when we moved to New York, if you struck out, my dad never said, like, oh, you know, Daniel, it's okay to strike out. He didn't say that. Like, he wasn't that kind of guy. He was a plumber. He was a kind of hard-nosed guy. He was like, you got to stop striking out. You got to fix that. Why are they all acting like this? Well, this video might sum it up. Have you seen this viral video? This thing is an instant classic. So this person on this video said she's an employee of Meta, Facebook, the Facebook, uh, the parent company for Facebook now. They changed their name, right? I want you to watch this. She says she's describing a workday at Facebook. 
Now do you understand that what victimhood culture and telling people they're victims of a system, how it creates people who are soft and soft men create hard times, hard times, uh, you know, then create hard men who then fix it and create good times again. You've heard that a, a thousand times, right? Here's this video, of this Facebook employee. Uh, you want to talk about coddling and all this. This one viral. You're going to laugh when you see this. This wasn't my work day in the Secret Service. I tell you that. Check this out. Day in the life as a 23-year-old product manager at Meta. I always journal in the morning. I then do a quick workout routine. I get dressed. I try to look cute every day. Got some food at the office. I make a coffee every single morning. I need that. I did some work on the roof. Worked until lunch and then ate up there. Here's me being cute. I got a snack always. I then shuttled home. The view's so pretty. Met up with some friends for dinner. And then my boyfriend came over and was acting like a DJ for my dog. Ah, the narcissism. Dude. Jeez. Oh, oh, my gosh. Is that your work day, Joe? You uh, get up and uh, does the Bongino Inc. provide you with a healthy, nutritious, espresso yeah, thank, style? Thank you for the uh, cappuccino machine, Dan. Uh, uh, I appreciate sure. that. You get a key, you too? Near the machine next door when you come in? He's like, machine next door? What are you talking about? <laughs> Something I don't know about? He's like, the only thing next door is a printer. I, again, what are you talking about? Still, yeah, yeah. The best key can do, Joe, is steal my Omaha burger. My freezer <laughs> downstairs. Well, it's not really theft. I tell you, you can take them. So you're entitled to them. But you do. There you go. Now you see why we have a generation full of soft people who are going to create hard times for us. All right, moving on. Let's get to the big night last night. I figured I'd warm you up with a little bit of humor on this day. I don't want to sound so macabre all the time. Big night last night for the Republicans. Uh, an abomination for the Democrats. Listen, I get it. I, I'm not pretending to be a journalist. That's not what I do. I am an opinion guy and an activist at heart. I am a conservative, period. Got it? Let's not put any illusions otherwise. Uh, but I am trying to be as objective as possible because if we're going to fail and some of our Senate candidates are going to suck, then I would rather expose them uh, for sucking so we don't make the same mistake again and maybe allow them the time two weeks out to course correct, even though it's kind of late. So I am trying to be objective. Last night, in the most objective way possible, was a total abomination for the Democrats. Fetterman, Kathy Hochul, um, uh, uh, would you, well, the, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, excuse me, in Michigan. Just disastrous performances. Let's start with Fetterman last night. John Fetterman is the far left communist candidate. A uh, communist, yes, I, I use my words very deliberately. Candidate for the United States Senate in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, unfortunately, he had a cerebral incident, a stroke. The stroke has deeply impacted his ability to understand language and to speak. Um, I, I wish the man the best uh, for his health. Uh, I, I mean that sincerely from the bottom of my heart. I don't wish ill will on anyone. Having said that, the man is trying to be a United States senator who could be the deciding vote on policies that will impact or possibly destroy your life. It's not too much to ask that he understand or be able to understand the English language. Here he has a total meltdown last night, again, when he even would manage to speak uh, somewhat coherently. He just lied to you last night on stage. I'm not so much anymore worried about the guy's mental state. I'm worried about the guy's just propaganda and history of far-left activism and lying. He's asked a simple question. You see what happens when the media does their job and confronts you in your lives? Fetterman hates fracking. He's always hated fracking. He will cause your energy bills to skyrocket in Pennsylvania, which has a large fracking operation. He will cause you to lose your job, period, full stop. Watch what happens when he's confronted on this. And he just lies. He just makes it up. Check this out. 
Mr. Mr. Fetterman, I do have a specific question, which you can continue on this topic. But you have made two conflicting statements regarding fracking. In a 2018 interview, you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. I never have. But earlier this month, you told an interviewer, quote, I support fracking. I support the energy independence that we should have here in the United States. So, Mr. Fetterman, please explain your changing position. 60 seconds. I've I've always supported fracking. Folks, I don't know how to describe. He always supported fracking. I don't know how to describe the, the balls it took for this guy to say that. Does he understand in the digital era, everything's on video? Everything. There's nothing you will say is a sub- of substance with trackers out there now and phones. There is nothing you will say. It's not going to be caught on film somewhere or digital. Nothing. Here, RNC Research, hat tip to them. Here's just a quick montage of John Fetterman attacking fracking over and over again. Not, keep in mind, he's not saying it cryptically. He's just coming out and saying, I hate fracking. I don't know how this gets any worse for this guy in a state that makes a good amount of money and has a bunch of high quality jobs in the hydro fracking field. Here, check this out. Uh, I've I've always supported fracking. I don't support fracking uh, at all. And I never have. Um, Yeah, I called for a moratorium on fracking. There's no such thing as a green fracker. I'm not pro-fracking. 2016 fracking moratorium pledge that Fetterman signed for an environmental watchdog group as well as a 2016 tweet he sent while running for U.S. Senate. I don't uh, support fracking. I I think it's something that has to eventually go away. uh, And I would like to see it, it, you know, transition out. Again, you don't have to listen to me, man. Just listen to the guy's own words. That, that the candidate's a liar is, again, it's not news. It's that they lie so brazenly. I can't say that enough. Have I not been consistent on this over the last few months, especially with regards to Biden? But it doesn't just apply to Biden. I'm not so much bothered by their lying candidates. I, I, I said so much bothered. I'm bothered by it, but every candidate lies. They just do. Candidates for office just lie. But the good ones don't lie about the serious stuff. Where they stand on economic freedom, abortion, gun rights. They don't lie about the, the issues that really are going to impact your life and your freedom. Eh, maybe they tinker around the edges on things. The morally compromised candidates like Joe Biden and John Fetterman and Gretchen Whitmer lie about everything. And they lie about the big stuff, even though they know it's transparently obvious they're lying. That's what bothers me. Here's what I mean. Talk about a serious character issue with this guy, Fetterman. So last night was terrible. Folks, the the man is clearly having a difficult time processing language. He has some kind of aphasia uh, going on from this uh, cerebral incident he had via this stroke. Folks, a lot of people have strokes and recover. Some don't. Some die. I have a cousin who had a stroke, a very serious one, and it impacted her life forever, still to this day. But how pathetic for Fetterman last night, after this disastrous performance, he turns around and blames the closed captioning company. So so you understand, Fetterman said he wouldn't debate unless he could be provided uniquely with closed captioning, which is not going to be available to him on the Senate floor. Yet, even if it was, he says that the closed captioning last night was, quote, the Fox article filled with errors. Well, the company was like Nextstar that did the closed captioning said, no, that's not true. And even the debate host 
said, no, that's not true either. You want to talk about a guy so morally compromised. First, he lies about the severity of his health condition to win the primary. Then he lies about the severity of his health condition to get through the general. Then he hides his doctor's notes on his condition. He won't release them. Then when the guy's forced to debate because he's such a coward, he gets up on stage and lies about just about his entire record, defunding the police, fracking, right? He lies about that. And then when he bombs, bombs like I have not seen a candidate bomb in a debate in a long time, he turns around and has the moose cojones to blame the closed captioning company. I'm just wondering when the left is going to go after the, uh, Fetterman in a full-throated, honest fashion and say, this guy's, this guy's got to do a write-in candidate at this point. I was watching the uh, moderator, and I was watching the closed captioning. Dan, I was pretty impressed with the speed and the accuracy was, of, of the closed captioning. You saw it, right? Yeah, oh, saw it was it. incredible. Yeah, it was, there it, was a couple small snafus. Yeah, but it was pretty good. But it was nothing major. It's not like the word was supposed to say milk toast and it said mom's lunch or something. It right. was relatively good. It just, But it speaks to the man's pathetic character. Folks, it gets worse. Not for, I want to move on because there was a bunch of debates last night. Kathy Hochul debated, too, liberal governor up in New York who's running against Lee Zeldin. Another just disastrous debate performance. Here's Kathy Hochul. You want to talk about character problems? So we now know that the vaccine has been a failure at stopping transmission of the virus. That's not open for debate, folks. That's called science. The vaccines do not stop transmission. That's it. The left will argue, oh, they stop serious illness and hospitalization. Fine, argue that all day. There's other people who have differing opinions on that. They do not stop transmission. So it's not a community issue. You see my point on this? I've been making the entire time. The vaccine, if they stop transmission, they their point was, well, you can then give it to me. So if you get vaccinated and I get vaccinated, it stops the community from spreading it. It doesn't do that. The vaccine is now an individual issue, even according to the left's talking points, that it's only going to stop, say, Guy or Joe from getting sick or dying. It's an individual truth. Your community argument is now gone and finished. People were fired and lost their livelihoods all over New York and all over the country because of this, including the company I'm, uh, I work with on the radio. That You know my stance on that. I'm not moving on that one bit. Not one bit, not an inch. Kathy Hochul, you would think, would show some modicum of regret for destroying people's lives over a vaccine that doesn't do what people said it did. No, here she is, says she'd do it all over again. Right on the debate stage in front of the whole world, giving you the big, family-friendly, double-barreled middle finger for everyone to see. Check this out. You've been an election denier a climate change denier, you and Donald Trump were the masterful COVID deniers. We are dealing with a real crisis. And the more people get vaccinated, get those shots in arms. And I would do it all over again when I did last year, that mandate for health care workers. You do it all over again. You think there'd be an ounce of regret, an ounce of shame in this? No, she loves it. New York, listen, you might, uh, my home state for a long time, I grew up in New York. You've got a decision to make soon. You want more defunding the police, more vaccine mandates? You want a terrible economy? Keep it up. Just one last note, too, on Fetterman. I know I kind of moved on, but to Fetterman's campaign staff, I'm not here to give you guys advice. Obviously, your candidate's a total disaster. I think he proved it last night. 
But man, how the hell did you let this guy get on stage? How in Hades did you let this guy get on stage? You have got to be kidding me. What an embarrassment. All right, I want to show you uh, another clip coming up with Whitmer and then Katie Hobbs in a total malfunction too. Uh, we're in good shape, folks, but you got to get out and vote. Folks, you think you really know the story of George Floyd and the BLM organization that used his name to raise nearly $90 million? You have no idea. But now two years after Floyd's death, you'll finally hear the truth. Candace Owens followed the money here in her documentary, The Greatest Lie Ever Sold, will show you the receipts. You'll see Candace as she revisits Minneapolis and the violent, racially divided aftermath that rocked our nation. She follows the money to find BLM executives living large in the suburbs and speaks to those in George Floyd's inner circle to find out whether they've seen any help. Folks, the mainstream media is happy to race bait you into supporting the BLM business, but don't expect the truth to ever sneak its way into the Black Lives Matter talking points. If you want to hear the reality and not the narrative, you got to check out this film by going to dailywire.com slash Bongino and becoming a Daily Wire Plus member. If Candace was daring enough to go into George Floyd Square and make this film, you better believe I wouldn't dare miss it and neither should you. Dailywire.com slash Bongino, dailywire.com slash Bongino. The film is the greatest lie ever sold. Check it out. It's worth your time. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, uh, back to this. So here's Katie Hobbs running for governor in the state of Arizona, a radical far left Democrat, a total policy lunatic. Uh, she is going to lose, knock on wood here, to Carrie Lake, who is a fantastic, uniquely gifted candidate on the Republican side for governor in Arizona. Now, after this is why I did it the way I did. Hochul, an abomination. Fetterman, abomination. Whitmer, coming up next. Total abomination. They can't defend their records. Katie Hobbs does not want to get on stage with Carrie Lake because she knows she'll be next and she'll get totally smoked. So she won't debate her. So they have to have uh, media people come up and talk to her out there on the street because she won't get on stage and debate. Here she's asked about forcing this COVID shot into the arms of young kids after the CDC added it to their vaccine schedule. Notice how a, a candidate with dignity and a candidate who had some you know, some nerve would just say, no, we're not going to mandate this here in Arizona. Watch how she plays dumb. And in the end, she says she's constipated. She says constipated, but it sounds like contemplated, but it sounds like constipated. Here, check this out. Would you allow the COVID vaccine to go on the vaccine schedule for children to attend school? Uh, is that... I, I, is, Sorry, so the CDC oh. is um, sort of moving toward adding the, the COVID vaccine to the recommendation for um, you know school vaccines. It's up to the states to actually decide what's on that list for in their state. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, would your Department of Health Services put the COVID vaccine on the list of required vaccines for, for children in school? Uh, that is not something I have constipated so yeah so it's not something she's constipated so uh, that's too bad they have um i just um did a procedure they have medication for that you can take care of that so uh yeah they have these like flushers you can take care of that but she says contemplated so uh fact checkers you can calm down uh 
You can put your pens down and chill out, put the hot pocket down as well. That's why Katie Hobbs won't debate Carrie Lake, because Katie Hobbs wants to make sure that your kid is um, involuntarily jabbed, forced to take a COVID vaccine you don't want before going to school. She knows, however, if she tells you the truth before the election, she'll lose by 20 points. So what does she do? She goes, that's not something I'm constipated about. Now you see why she stays off the stage? Now they're in this really bad spot. You got the Fetterman spot where his campaign tells him to go on stage because you're being forced to. So he shows everybody who he is. And now I think he's, there's a good chance he loses. Or you got Katie Hobbs stay off the stage because you suck so bad, but then get criticized for staying off the stage. And they're going to ask you the questions anyway. It got worse for the candidates. It was a bad day for Democrats. I can't emphasize enough as objectively as possible, how awful of a day the Democrats had yesterday. Here is one of the worst, if not the worst governor in the country, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who had students almost indefinitely locked down in the state of Michigan, kept out of schools. She was a person that she locked up in the supermarket, like the, 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 the beach toys or something like that, while her husband was out on the water doing his thing on the lake. I mean, this woman is an embarrassment to humankind. Here she is last night, just again, blatantly lying, just making it up that she only shut schools down or that the schools are only locked down, I should say, Precision Matters, for three months. Watch this, and I'll show you a CNN headline proving this woman's just totally full of crap. Check this out. You know, Mrs. Dixon says that I kept students out longer than any other state. That's just not true. I worked closely with my Republican and Democratic governors, and kids were out for three months. I'm just wicked. Hmm. Perfect. <laughs> they were out. Uh, they were out three months. Uh, did you, did you, you guys heard that, right? Oh, they were out three months. And and notice the snark. Did you catch the tone, Joe? Oh yeah. They were out three months. Did you get it? Did yeah. right Were they? Because here's a CNN uh, headline. Now the schools were shut down in March of 2020. So let me look at that date. January 25th, 2022. Okay, so they were shut down and just so we get the dates right. I'm a little slow today, guys, so we're just going to have to process this. So bear with me here. So the schools were shut down March of 2020. So she says three months. So hold on. Am I right? March, April, May? That's three. Let's throw another month, June. Okay, let's just throw it just for the heck of it. Just okay. so maybe it was the maybe it was the end of March, Joe. So let's be fair. Okay. Maybe it was like March 28th. So it's the end of June, but that would be June of 2020. CNN headline: January 25th, 2022. Now, Joe, uh, it's maybe a difficult, difficult question. So again, oh. take your time. I know we're all a little slow this morning. Um, January of 2022, is that before or after June of 2020? If you need a moment, I understand. <sighs> well, that's that's way, way, That's way after. Way it's not just after, after. No. he responds. No. The man says way after. Headline, schools in Flint, Michigan are sticking with remote learning indefinitely. Families say they're struggling to keep it up. By the way, if you'd like more, you, oh, Dan, that's just Flint, Michigan. No, if you'd like more. Corey DeAngelis, uh, his Twitter account, he has a bunch of headlines about other areas in Detroit and uh, all around Michigan that stayed closed as well. So Gretchen Whitmer is full of stuff. He's a liar. Like Katie Hobbs, like John Fetterman, and not like Kathy Hochul. Kathy Hochul didn't lie. She just told you she's going to stick it to you again. <laughs> she just told you. Kathy, she didn't lie about it. She's like, yeah, hey, I'm going to stick it to you again. I love what I did. I'm going to do it all over again. Okay, great. Thanks for telling us. Folks, they've given up. They've given up on any semblance of rationality, any semblance of reason. They're just at this point either going to lie their way through it or double down on insanity. 
I want to switch gears a minute. We're still on elections, but I want to show you what brute force looks like now on the left. The left has become so confident. I say often to the point where I get sometimes complaints from people, and I understand it's your show, so sometimes I tend to really beat a point a lot. Uh, but I beat it up because it's important, and I really think you need to tattoo it on your brain, that the left doesn't see things as hypocrisy. In other words, accusing Republicans of being election deniers while simultaneously claiming Trump stole an election in conjunction with Vladimir Putin because of a P-tape. Any sane person, and it is hypocritical, of course, we get that. But I make the point over and over that to them, they don't see it that way. The left sees it as, as a power play. They see it as hierarchy. When you're a totalitarian like they are, when they're in charge, they don't really care what you think. They will do or say anything because to them, as the communists always say, you've heard this before, the ends will justify the means to get there. You get what I'm saying? So how much hypocrisy they have or will have or she'll lie or change it, it doesn't matter. They just told you the means are irrelevant. Getting power is the ends. That's it. It's hierarchy for them. Here's what I mean. They have given up on any semblance of reason or rationality when it comes to elections. They are arguing right now that Republicans are election deniers, which is hilariously dumb. Yet here's Hillary Clinton. Just the other day, in a video, promoting some deranged conspiracy theory about how the courts are going to steal elections in conjunction with the right wing. This is as she's arguing that Republicans are election deniers. Again, this is brute force hierarchy ends justifies the means right here. Take a look. Right wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. And they're not making a secret of it. Apparently, either are you. Listen, I, I, I rarely break the code here. I'm sorry, given my prior line of work. But this woman is an exception. She is a really a unique threat to democracy. Here's the problem with Hillary Clinton. While she's as morally compromised as Joe Biden, I believe Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton, in my opinion, are two of the most corrupt politicians to ever run and win an office in the United States. I, I base that on just facts. Joe Biden's history with his son, Hillary Clinton's history with everybody. The problem with Hillary Clinton and why I think she's a unique threat, even worse than Joe Biden to democracy and our uh, constitutional republic, is Hillary Clinton is actually very savvy and strategic and smart. Don't take that as a compliment, folks. Believe me, I don't mean it that way. She is far more capable of decimating our democracy than Joe Biden, who is just a straight-up buffoon. This woman is a genuinely awful person, and anyone who spent any time around her, as I did, anyone will tell you she is a genuinely terrible, character-free human being who makes Gretchen Whitmer and Kathy Hochul look like Mr. Rogers. She's that bad. They don't care. I got a video coming up next right after this of Nicole Wallace, that grifter on MSNBC, radical leftist who used to pretend to be a Republican. Again, a big complainer about election interference, welcoming openly on her show in one of the dumbest clips I've ever seen, foreign interference in our election. But it's not just what she says. It's the clown Democrat on with her. Who doesn't have the guts to tell her what she said is crazy? It's his response I found even more hilarious. 
Let me get to this first and I'll get to that. Land's End Business is the leading online supplier of iconic uniforms for everyone from top financial institutions and major airlines to local mom, uh, mom and pops. Whether you're a carpet cleaner, mechanic, moving company, or a corner pizza shop, they have your uniform needs covered. Don't just slap your logo on any old uniform. Create an extension of your brand. Look sharp. Keep your people ready for anything with custom apparel from Land's End Business. Land's End Business. Get fully customized clothes, accessories, and promotional products featuring your logo and colors, elevated by decades of experience and quality. And with best-in-class customer care, let Land's End handle the inventory while you run your business. Since 1993, thousands of businesses have relied on Land's End Business to outfit their employees. They offer timeless style that fits every body type with the widest range of sizes you'll find in branded apparel. See your logo in vivid colors on t-shirts, outerwear, hats, mugs, water bottles, and more. Hundreds of products perfect for any trade show, event, or holiday gifts. See why thousands of companies count on Land's End Business. Land's End Business. Go to business.landsend.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, and use promo code Bongino for 25% off your first uh, product. That's a big saving. That's business.landsend.com slash Bongino. Promo code Bongino for 25% off your first product. Business.landsend.com slash Bongino. Check them out today. Thanks, uh, Landsend. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, I want you to watch this clip. Again, a devout leftist, Nicole Wallace, who used to grift off the dopey Republicans who uh, you know, paid her as a consultant, which is hilarious. Now on MSNBC, one of the leading grifters out there. She goes on her show and openly welcomes foreign interference in our election. And I want you to watch this is Jody Himes or some Democrat clown on with her who clearly understands what she just said and how ridiculous it is and yet is genuinely afraid to call her out because he's a coward. He's, oh, I'm not there yet. This is crazy what she said on her show. Check this out. If you read through the papers this weekend, the threats to our elections in, what, two and a half weeks are so pervasive and they're so dire and they include violence. I mean, do you think it's time to ask for friends and allies to come over and help us monitor our elections? We used to do that in other burgeoning and threatened democracies. Yeah, no, Nicole, I'm not there yet. And I know why you're asking what you're asking. And you're not wrong. You're not wrong. What a coward. What a chump. Let me just give you a little behind the scenes. One, the vocal fry. George Oji, you hear it? The vocal fry? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. Will you stop the pretentious vocal fry, you grifter clown? I know people who know this buffoon. She is a total fraud. Her inner circle, some of the people I know who knew her, thought she was a total embarrassment, a grifter of the worst kind. 
a disgrace to politics and even to focus group people. She's a she's crazy. She'll take a dollar from anyone, say anything. She's proposing that foreigners monitor U.S. elections. Are you insane? Now, I've been doing TV a long time, really long time since, well, in TV terms, since 2011, which is probably an eternity for most. And I'll tell you right now, I have never gone on the air. And I, I, I mean this from the bottom of my sometimes broken heart. I have never gone on the air and agreed with someone on the air when they said something I found to be really stupid. I haven't. Matter of fact, you, some of you have seen it. Even some of my best friends on TV and Fox and primetime and elsewhere, sometimes they've said things about uh, issues I didn't agree with, and I stopped it right there. I, I know you. some of you know what I'm talking about. For this guy, was it Himes or something, this radical leftist nut, to not immediately call her out on that and say, Nicole, I, I, I'm sorry, but I, with all due respect, uh, thanks for having me. I totally disagree with what you just said about foreign monitors on our elections. Just shows you what a gutless loser these people are. Oh, I see what you're saying. And uh, you're not wrong. No, no, she's wrong. No, she's wrong. No, she's wrong. It's crazy what she just said. Now, again, is this hypocrisy? You get what I'm going to say. Hierarchy. It's power. Brute force. That's it. Here's also what brute force looks like. This is what it looks like when you don't care about looking like an idiot or looking like a hypocrite. When you don't care about that, everything is evidence of your conspiracy theory. Aliens came and seeded Earth like that movie Alien Resurrection or whatever, or uh, whatever it was, a hundred years ago. And whatever happens is evidence of the conspiracy theory. No matter if you show a fossil record of human beings existing before a hundred years before, they were like, no, no, the aliens did that too. Everything's evidence of your conspiracy theory. So when your conspiracy theory about elections is that Republicans and voter ID that they push for, for voter integrity measures, that that's going to lead to voter suppression because you're a racist and you think black people can't get IDs. No matter what happens, it's evidence of your conspiracy theory. If voter turnout goes down, you're like, voter ID did it. That's racist. Republicans did it. That's voter suppression. However, if voter, uh, if, 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 uh, if voters, if, if the number of voters who are voting goes up, matter of fact, if it's record turnout, that's evidence also of your conspiracy theory. It doesn't matter. Here's what I mean. Again, this is brute force and power here. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre, again, saying one of the dumbest things I've ever heard, that high turnout in Georgia is indicative of voter suppression. More voters, more suppression. If this makes sense to you, you should probably seek the help of a qualified mental health professional. Check this out. This is something that we have seen uh, throughout throughout this past couple of years and how voting, uh, the access to voting is being attacked. But doesn't that record turnout show that Georgia voters are finding ways to vote even amid the, with the Look, election? I, yeah, I'm not going to get into specifics of what Georgia voters are doing. What I am saying is that, uh, you know, generally speaking, again, more broadly speaking, of course, high turnout and voter suppression can take place at, at the same time. Folks. This is freaking insane. I'm telling you, when you get people, when I was um, in my prior line of work in the protective intelligence squad, and we would get people who would threaten the president. A lot of them were mentally compromised. They had psychopathological disorders. Folks, talking to them was the 
it was just, you just had to let them talk because you can't make sense of what they're saying. One of them thought that this famous singer at the time was, was somehow stalking him and that he was just uh, requiting her love interest to him or something like that. It was the craziest thing. And everything that happened was evidence that this singer was in love with him. Everything. No, no, she wrote this song. And there's the word love in paragraph three. And uh, she's talking to me. Well, I, how do you know she's talking to you? Well, it doesn't matter. This is Corinne Jean-Pierre. Whatever happens will be evidence of their bizarre conspiracy theory. Now, what's the proper question to ask here? So Corinne Jean-Pierre, high voter turnout, record numbers of people voting is an example of voter suppression through voter ID. Okay, it doesn't seem to make sense. So you're saying voters are suppressed, correct? Corinne Jean-Pierre, yes, that's what we're saying. What's the next question? Can you name an example? Why hasn't anyone asked this yet? To uh, Fox folks at the White House, I encourage you to ask them to produce one, just one, please one example in Georgia of someone legally entitled to vote who was prevented from voting. Can you, can you, can you just produce one? Produce one because if you can, let me go on the right. Joe, can you flag it, please? Or is it yeah. today? Today is uh, okay. Eight forty-four Wednesday, October twenty-six. Would you mind? It's an important flag. Flag okay. it. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. If you produce a case of someone illegally kept from voting due to voter suppression measures, if you produce that, I will advocate with you on that person's behalf. You have my word. I don't care who the person is. Person could be the most radical leftist out there. If you're entitled to vote and someone stops you from voting, I want to be on the record saying I fully, wholeheartedly, candidly, and sincerely object to that in a constitutional republic. I'm just asking you to pro just to produce the person. Just one. You're saying it's happening on a mass scale. I'm just asking you to produce one person. Can you can you can you can you do can you do that? I, I would guess you can. See, election interference is their thing, by the way. Just one final note in our elections block. Google caught again screwing you over. Did you see this report by Newsbusters? Read this in the newsletter. It'll blow your mind. Bongino.com slash newsletter is how you access the newsletter. You can subscribe to it. It's free, of course. You read this story. It's so frightening. Google got caught manipulating search and burying GOP campaign sites in 83% of top Senate races. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Newsbusters notes anti-democracy Google, which is the right way to describe them, by the way, is manipulating search results to bury Senate 8 Republicans' campaign websites before the 2022 midterm elections comes on the heels of a North Carolina State University study that found Google Gmail marked 59.3% more emails from right-leaning candidates as spam compared to left-leaning candidates. Folks, I know it's annoying when candidates are on TV and they have to squeeze their website in. I know it's annoying. I was a candidate. Now do you see why they do it? I don't blame them. I'm really sorry that, you know, it's annoying at times. That's why when I have candidates on my show, I'll have one on later, candidate for governor in Connecticut. That race has gotten surprisingly tight, too. This is why I do the work for them. I, I put out the website in advance because I don't want them to feel uncomfortable trying to squeeze in the website. But now do you see why they do it? It's not that they're trying to be annoying, you know, go to whatever, joeybegadonuts.com. They do it because there's no guarantee. Because some people, I've heard them say, oh, why do they give the website? You can just, you know, put Tudor Dixon. It's going to come right up. No, it's not. That's why they do it. I don't want you to, to blame them and, 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 and fault them for it. They do it for a reason. They want to make sure people can find who they are and where they are online. All right.
Um, let me get to my last sponsor and then an important story. Folks, the dam is starting to break. And when I say break, I mean break wide open. I don't mean like the finger in the dike thing. I mean like there's a chasm in this dam and it's about to collapse on vaccine mandates and the anti-science hysteria that got a bunch of people fired from their jobs, including people uh, at the company I work at. They know who they are. We helped out as many as we could. It's um, real trouble, but the dam is cracking wide open. We can get to that in a second. I got a lot more. Let me get to this uh, final sponsor. First, they pay to be here. I appreciate your patience and good companies. I want to talk to you. Hey, are you hiring? What type of role are you hiring for? Maybe you need to hire someone who wears many hats, which can be challenging. Or you might have a simple position to fill, but it's taking forever to find someone who's a great fit for your company. Whether you need to hire a civil engineer in New York, a pediatric nurse in Nebraska, an attorney in Colorado, or even a mascot in Missouri, ZipRecruiter can help you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. From accountant to zoologist and everything in between, ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds people with the right experience for your job and presents them to you. Then you can invite your top choices to apply. ZipRecruiter is so effective, four out of five employees who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. The first day. Try it now for free at this exclusive web address. Don't wait. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. Once again, ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Check it out today. Don't let your competition beat you to it. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Thanks, ZipRecruiter. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Here's what I mean. I've been on the front lines of this fight for a long time. I've taken on a lot of risk in this. I'm not looking for anybody's pat on the back. Many of you have taken on a lot more and are in, uh, in more perilous situations than I was. And I deeply appreciate that. But the dam is breaking on this. Fox News, a story being in the newsletter too. New York Supreme Court reinstates all employees fired for being unvaccinated and orders back pay. State Supreme Court found that being vaccinated does not stop the spread of COVID-19. What did I tell you before? I'm not suggesting I agree with it. Please, please. I, I, you don't need to send me any nasty grams on it. I get it. I'm just suggesting to you their point was when they falsely claim the vaccine stopped transmission, that it's a community safety issue because you can spread it to me. If you're vaccinated, you can't. That never was true, ever. So now it's not a community issue. It's an individual liberty and choice issue. This is just, these are just medical scientific facts. The dam is breaking. And let me tell you, governments and places that instituted these, uh, these kind of policies, that instituted them on their own, that went out and did it on their own and forced employees and fired employees. Uh, you better be sweating right now. And, and remember the, the, the hacks and goons in the media when we were falsely told that the vaccine would prevent transmission. You remember the hacks and the goons huh. like the Chuck Todd's of the world in their condescending, ridiculous sneering Look at you losers not taking the vaccine because you don't know what you're talking about. You're going to get people killed. 
Remember these people, the way they used to talk to us? Are we ever going to get an apology from them? Here, watch Chuck Todd when this is all going down, looking at you like you were the moron. Take a listen. Please get vaccinated. If you know someone who's not vaccinated, find a way to convince them to get vaccinated. Literally, the only people dying are the unvaccinated. And for those of you spreading misinformation, shame on you. Shame on you. People are needlessly dying because of your misinformation. Think about it. I don't know how some of you sleep at night who are doing this for a living on television. Yeah, um, uh, we can't figure out how people like you make a living on television sleep at night either, <laughs> Chuck. So the feelings definitely meet you. Does he have a, does he, in our dopey media talking head Olympics, he, he's silver. Is he oh, still he, silver? Yeah, he, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. We, we have a, who's gold? Joy? Is it Joy Reid? Okay, Joy's gold. All right, we haven't updated that. In a while. And Scarborough is bronze. Okay, we may have to update that. It's been a while. So Chuck Todd, uh, stable, and it, it, listen, you're not, you're not going to take out Joy Reid with that kind of stupidity because it's, it's dated stupidity, although it's still kind of current given the news. He's got to do something crazy to take over Joy. Silver's, Silver's impressive, don't get me wrong. It's just, you know, taking out Joy Reid at the top. You're going to have to do something bold. Uh, you have to do something like Biden, who uh, New York Poster, again, again, uh, the man is a sociopathic liar, folks. Um, I use my words deliberately. He is now at the point of, of, of he, really, the man is a sociopath. I don't know any other way to describe it. He is constantly told about his lies. His lies are debunked. I had the fight with Corn Pop. They rubbed my legs. Uh, I was in the Puerto Rican community. I was raised in the Jewish community. I was a civil rights leader. I went to go see Mandela. Uh, we, what do you say? We were, we were shot at. I graduated top of my class. Uh, I had three degrees. I was the outstanding student. The guy is a plagiarist and a liar his entire life. He keeps telling this story about going to see Nelson Mandela uh, and Robbins Island in prison and being stopped or arrested. The story has been debunked at 20, 30 times. It didn't happen. Folks, he did it again. He brings up the debunked Africa story. Again, this I, I, I can't get enough of this with this guy. All right, here's what I mean. Here again, New York Post. President Biden again claimed over the weekend he was detained by South African authorities while trying to visit Mandela in prison in the 70s, despite admitting just last month his telling of the story was false. I, 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 folks, the guy is incapable of honesty. I want to spend a lot of time on this. We could do it over and over again. Again, it's about bad character. I mentioned it with regards to Whitmer, a liar. With regards to Fetterman, a liar. With regards to the media, liars. With regards to Joe Biden, a sociopathic level of lying. A couple other things I want to get to. An update on that story about the credit card companies monitoring what you do at gun stores. They have a new MCC. Pay very close attention. Read this article in The Federalist today. It is in my newsletter. I can't emphasize in strong enough terms you read this. The credit card companies agreed for the first time for a separate merchant, uh, merchant category. This, you call it an MCC. This merchant category that they have is going to uh, categorize your purchases in gun stores differently. The left has wanted this for a long time. Here's what the MCC merchant category code does not do. The code doesn't target, according to Cody Wisniewski at the Federalist, gun or ammo purchases. Instead, it applies to all purchases of merchants marked as gun stores. He says, say you go into a gun store and only buy a T-shirt and a bag of coffee. Those transactions will be marked as gun store purchases. 
There's no way of knowing from the code whether a gun or ammo was purchased. The data is essentially meaningless. This is where I disagree with him. I think this was the intent the whole time. You may say, Dan, well, how so? This isn't a bad thing. They don't know you purchased a gun. You could have purchased a hat. You could have purchased a gun bag. Folks, that's the point. They don't want the granular data. They'd love it, but they're afraid they'll be accused of putting together a list. So now, if you even go in there and Guy buys a hat, you know, whatever, Sig Sauer hat, now all of a sudden they have a list of who Second Amendment advocates are, people who may have purchased a gun. It's a way to broad-based target people for surveillance without needing the granular data and being accused of a list. You get it? That's the whole point. Yeah. That's what they're doing. That's why they wanted this MCC. All right, here's our last story for uh, today. So here's, uh, you know, uh, Ash Jah, it's Biden's COVID coordinator. You know, let's do this and put the Orwell thing up first. This is George Orwell's 1984. Talking about this uh, dreadful surveillance future in 1984 that has long since passed. But we're here now. Every record's been destroyed or falsified. Every book has been rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street and building has been renamed. Every date's been altered. And that process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History is stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. Orwell warned us about people in power, aggregated top-down totalitarianism and their ability to rewrite the past. Gretchen Whitmer, John Fetterman, Chuck Todd, all of them want to rewrite the past. Here's Joe Biden's COVID coordinator rewriting the past as well suggesting somehow that him, the left, and the Biden administration wanted to keep schools open when they're on the record. They're on the record saying no such thing at the time, saying doing almost nothing to advocate to get the schools open. Here, listen to him. I think there are many of us in the public health community who are arguing for in-person education as safe, doable, really useful for children. Um, there is not one single view, but I think there is no question about it. Uh, many of us believe from relatively early in the pandemic that um, that it was really important for kids to have in-person education and advocated for it. Obviously, I was advocating as an outside, you know, as an academic expert. Folks, they're on the record working with the teachers unions to keep schools closed through a set of demands that could never be met. What the hell is this guy talking about? Hey, one last thing I got to do. Just check out this Hill article as well in the newsletter. Kanye West got dumped by Adidas. What did I warn you about cancel culture, folks? Did I not say this, guys, a couple weeks ago? Once they start coming for the rappers, you're going to see a whole lot of people. Uh, forget, remove yourself from the Kanye thing for a second. Once they start coming for the rappers and they start listening to some of those misogynistic, anti-cop, uh, I, I mean, racist lyrics in many cases, you watch what's going to happen to cancel culture as hundreds of millions of dollars of intellectual property through these rap music catalogs starts to disappear. You heard it here first. You watch and wait. That damn's breaking too. All right, we did a lot today. We covered a lot of material. Uh, check out my radio show later. And if I may ask you humbly and with respect, uh, please, if you wouldn't mind subscribing to my show, I would deeply appreciate it. It keeps us on the top charts, which uh, helps us find the show, keep our marketing costs down. We try to run a good show full of content with not a lot of superfluous nonsense. You know, we don't have dancers in the background singing vaccine songs like that. Uh, don't be late night guy. Uh, it's available on Apple, Spotify, and most importantly, Rumble. 
Rumble.com slash Bongino. Please subscribe today. We really appreciate it. I'll see you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.